Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina and Michelle. This week, Abby, um, she's going to be taking a little time off. She'll be back with us um, at the beginning of the year. She just has a lot of life going on right now. And so um, me and Michelle will be your hosts for the remainder of the month. But this week is very special because we have a special guest joining us this week. We have our Bachelor in Paradise Fantasy League winner, Michelle Lopez, with us today. And we couldn't be more excited. I'm so excited for this podcast. Yay. I'm excited, too, because I wasn't here last time Michelle was on. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually weird, Michelle, that, like, you have been with both Michelle and Abby on this podcast but you haven't been with both of them at the same time so we'll have to make that happen sometime too yes yes hi girls uh ladies how are you I'm I'm good how are you I'm doing good good uh you know excited to be back uh sorry that also the first guest that we've had twice so that's also exciting so I'm glad that then I have broken the Ted McGinley of podcast curse that I was having. So I not uh, what was curse? Oh, I was saying I was a Ted McGinley. Ted McGinley had um, uh, he was this actor that was on Happy Days and on Married with Children, and his yeah. running joke was that he every show that he was on it would like immediately get canceled. Yes. So the last podcast I did before this one, I was the last guest and they <laughs> never recorded one again. So I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm the Ted McGinley, I guess, of, you know, podcasts. Not <laughs> anymore. You are back with us today. Not only uh, are we still going, but also you're a guest for a second time. So let's get started. And you are the Bachelor in Paradise fantasy winner. So we have to hear your Bachelor in Paradise thoughts, of course. So let's just start there. First of all, who did you have on your team that helped you really win at the end and, and, you know, beat out um, the people that were, you know, in in second and third place behind you? Um, Who, who are some of those, those people that helped you win? And also like, are those the people you enjoyed watching and who did you enjoy most? Um, so yeah, I definitely had a uh, Genevieve, uh, who was great overall this season, just racking up those drama points. Um, and I had, uh, I had Victoria and I had Shanae. So those were like going in, I knew that there were going to be a lot of tears coming in mm-hmm. from them. So I brought them in and then... I also had, um, at least for the last episode, um, uh, Brandon and Shireen obviously helped. And then having Victoria and Johnny together, I had those two as couples. So having them as, you know, the final, you know, two couples that got engaged, that sealed the deal for me. Um, I did enjoy... I mean, enjoy is such a, I mean, lax word used here, like the word love sometimes. Um, It was, uh, it was interesting. I'm just glad I didn't have Aaron. Um, I did not have him any, at any point during my, 
my roster. I did have. Why are you glad you didn't have Aaron? I just I can't stand that man. I mean, at first I think he was a good. He was doing a good job having us fooled, but I was like, I didn't like him last season. It was like just there's. If you would have had him on your team, I would have got your cameo from him. Oh gosh, good thing. (laughs) Oh no, I mean, I no, no, no. I just no. I there's something about him that when he talks, I just dry up like the Sahara Desert. He does nothing for me as a woman or as a TV viewer. He's like, no. And so just watching him as, you know, throughout and then everything came out after the reunion. It was like, yeah, okay. Let's talk about that. Have you, you listened to the Reality Steve podcast, right? Yes. I do. Did you listen to the Almost Famous podcast that Aaron was on? I have not listened. Uh, I didn't have time this weekend to like listen to the um, Aaron podcast on Almost Famous. I do know that he did defend himself. And um, and mm-hmm. I, I do have on my cue to listen to the Beth interview on Reality Steve. Um, but I, 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 I I wasn't going to be surprised, listen, you know, hearing Aaron, you know, double down. I mean, if he doubles down on pain and versus itching and all that shit, I, you know, I can't expect him to be upfront about, you know, what he was doing dating these other ladies. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, so I listened to both of them. Mm-hmm. Every podcast that I listened to this week, it was literally like one person's side and the other person's side was whatever. But, um, so I listened to Hope, which is one of his, um, exes, I guess. And I listened to Aaron on Almost Famous. And I think, um, really what you're going to find when you listen to both of them is that, in my opinion, it's really a case of, like, his side, her side, and then there's something in the middle. I really think that it's somewhere in the middle. Um, Aaron says that, Uh, They hadn't really gotten together since January. She has proof that they did get together after that. So I think that, like, part of what he is, um, like, his side, I guess, is kind of the timeline. Um, But I did, in my opinion, hear, and I'm very curious when you listen to it what you think, hear some sincerity from him I don't think it was as serious to him as it was to her um they weren't at the boyfriend girlfriend level and um he says that in order to you know be like exclusive boyfriend girlfriend that he needs to have that conversation to become boyfriend and girlfriend and she basically says like just because you don't have that conversation doesn't mean that like we weren't serious because she thought I don't I don't know I mean it just seems like they were they were really they they really had their own sides with it and maybe um I I just don't think that he was as serious about it as she was and I can see that I mean I sometimes it doesn't have to do with the talk it's about how you present yourself and no one is saying like, yeah, he was 
he was, you know, he had a girlfriend, but he was seeing other people and he was telling them, you know, things, you know, that mm -hmm. like, Hey, you know, I'm going to go, you know, you want to wait up until I come back. So, you know, the semantics can be a little bit different. It's just, I think it's in general how you, and I, I, I side with some other podcasts that say, you know, mostly the men who are going on to Bachelor in Paradise or just joining Bachelor Nation is just to, you know, up their, their profile in the dating pool more mm -hmm. than, you know, actually finding love. That's why, you know, mostly you do have more bachelorette, you know, engagements that last a little longer than bachelor engagements. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's them trying to get the upper hand, you know, now also in paradise to like, well, I'm getting girls all around and now I have more control about, you know, who I can see and not see and not really be as sincere as a Brandon, you know, to mm -hmm. find love. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yes, I, I com completely agree with what you're saying there. I just, um, at the same time, I'm thinking about, you know, like, just like listening to the, they're both of their different, different sides is mm -hmm. playing devil's advocate here on oh, both, of course. Uh, both of their behalves, I suppose. I will definitely let you know about my opinion once I get to them. Um, okay, so what about some of the, the other couples? Um, what are your, I guess, have you listened to anything about, um, Johnny and Victoria post-show and the Greg stuff? Have you heard, what are you, what are your opinions on that? I mean, I have, uh, Tyler, for that matter. Yeah. I, I at least have been, you know, listening and just reading recaps and just, it, at least the, like the first week or so after you know bachelor in paradise ended and i was like it was just more of the same i just i think i got to the point that the the, the season got so long for me that i just i don't care anymore mm -hmm. like bachelor in paradise season eight is still giving and i'm like just stop <laughs> like let's like i need a break you know mm -hmm. it wasn't a fun season to watch it was, you know, I was just, I was still watching just because I was in the fantasy league, basically. It, it was not bringing me any other joy than me. Like, okay, I'm getting in first place. Oh, no, I fell back to third place. <laughs> That's about it. That was the only joy. It was like, fry, Jennifer, you know, fry. <laughs> points rack up in getting in the first place. That's awesome. <laughs> You know, it's just, it was like, it, there was no joy. There was no boom, boom room. It was heavily manipulated into yeah, it's something. Weird there, it's weird that there was no boom, boom room. Not it, one couple went to the boom, boom room the whole season. That's weird. That never happens. You know, and they had it just for the Iconetti, you know, guy bonds. And it's like, uh, and it was played up for comedy. It was just, there's nothing organic coming out of them um so it was just it was like if i want to watch something scripted i'll go watch the white lotus or something else um you know it's just it, it, it i got to a point that it's so heavily edited and manipulated it was just not fun for me 
So how excited are you for our bachelor? None at all. Not nada, nada, not a bit. Did they show a preview or a trailer for The Bachelor? Yes, uh, there's a point I where I think it was Sean Lowe just, you know, showering or scrubbing the the new Bachelor and everything. It's like, uh, no. Wait, what? I missed that. I, I want to find it now. There's Sean Lowe where... scrubbing him? I saw Victoria in the preview. No, She's I like, know there was Sean into it. Like, because Sean was the, also the one who was being yeah. showered. You yeah. Know, sees it always, like, you know, shirtless. They did that to Colton, too. Like, every episode, Colton, like, started with showering. Like, that's not even what I like about guys. I mean, I like the, I like the long torso, because that tells me that they're tall. But I don't care if there's a six-pack or the packs or, you know, how well-shaped their, you know, manscaped they are. Eh, you know, it's like they're bland. It's like another, uh, I'm like, it's another white guy, you know, going to pick, a, you know, whatever, another bland girl and blah. You know, on the next season, um, Amber Martinez's cousin is going to be on it. I do know that. So I'm excited to watch her. So when Amber was on the challenge, she did YouTube recaps of every episode and she did them with her cousin. Her cousin's now going to be on The Bachelor. So yeah. So excited to see her flourish there. Okay. Well, do you have any final thoughts on Bachelor related things before we move on? Um, I just, I mean, if there's any way that production can make it fun again, please do it. <laughs> it's like, God, I mean, it was, I was calling already Power Doom. It's like, I don't know what's worse to either be like in a, a shitty, you know, environment, you know, all sweaty without an AC with that kind of production in paradise or to be like, in the winter in a bunker with the challenge producers i don't know which one is worse right now so <laughs> oh I, I, I couldn't even finish the show like i watched maybe the first two and i was like i can't this is off it was really bad i mean i don't i haven't watched the previous season so i don't know but i didn't i didn't like it. it's nothing not one storyline was compelling to me so i don't know I don't know where you can watch it, but I'll, I'll look into it. And if you can watch season two somewhere or like one of the early seasons, then you should do that. Or at least like give it a shot that way. Because I feel like the f- few, first few seasons were the really good ones. But okay. now like with like, yeah, I agree. This season was a lot. I mean, I went from Bachelor Pads 1 and 2 to like, I did. I skipped everything else. I think I watched part of maybe an episode of season five. No, season six. And then I really watched season seven. Season seven was my first. And it was like, okay, a little bit. But this one was unbearable and unnecessarily longer. Yeah. it was, Yeah, they they extended the episodes too. Added more. Yeah, it was, it was a weird, weird season. Mm-hmm. So I guess besides, we had to, to touch on Paradise um, since we have our fantasy winner here. But um, besides 
that, what have the two of you been watching? That's a good question. I I have just kind of caught up on all the reality shows that we usually talk about. I don't think I watch too much outside of that. I am finally, I finally started um, Ride or Dies. Okay. And, yeah. And um, I watched this, the finale of Amazing Race and I'm up to date in Survivor. And... I think those are my reality TV shows right now. I can't think of any other that I'm watching. Did you start, Michelle? I know that um, Swaz was talking about it in the um, group chat, but did you start back in the groove? No. Are you planning on watching that? Um, I'm waiting to see if I hear anything about it. I'm just... So me and Swaz the other night at the like we watched it at the same time or whatever. We watched um the first two episodes and that's all that I've watched so far. Um I think all of the episodes have dropped. I think he said it was like two per day until it was done. But all I've watched is the first two and I thought it was interesting. It was pretty good. Um I'll probably finish the rest of the season. I'll let you let you know how it goes. But And you know, where can you watch the show? I already forgot. Oh, I think it's on Hulu. I just, yeah, I'm just looking right now. Hulu. Yep. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So yeah, back in the groove. And it's about, um, the reason it's called back in the groove is because it's a dating show and the three leads are, um, women in their forties dating younger men, Mm -hmm. like men in their twenties. Oh, it's how Stella got her groove back. Yep. Oh, I get it. (laughs) <laughs> i really didn't pay that much attention when you guys i just heard the title i didn't really know anything about it yeah so that's what that's what it's about and it's also interesting because there's like a twist this season and one of the guys like the men or whatever is one of the ladies uh son oh god so he's like kind of like spying on the guys and also he like goes on a date with one of the older women. Oh god. So, so they're, interesting. So they're bringing like a mole into the guys um, kind of. Yeah. So like he yeah. Ended up before so he got selected for the date and after he got selected for the date the mom ended up like telling the other girl like I'm totally fine with it. Like you can date her, but I just want to like, I don't want to lie to you. You know, like I know we're going to get really close throughout this whole thing. That's my son. And so then they told the other girl. So the three um, leads know, but none of the men do so far. Okay. Fair enough. At least the women are not blindsided, which is what I hate a, a lot about these twists. You know, they, they try to bring, it's just, yeah. I mean, I started watching reality TV, like, way back, you know, when it started, you know, with all these dating shows. I mean, I was already well into, you know, my 20s. So, uh, I just, I got saturated by every, like, you know, for love or money or, you know, the plot twist or every, you know, it was like The Bachelor, but they're this, The Bachelor, but they're that. And I, like, I took, like, a really 
decades long break from reality TV. So I'm a little hesitant to start jumping back on everything right now. I'm trying to be choosy, you know, about what I'm watching. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it comes to a point where, you know, it's, I know it could be like mindless fun, but if it's like even draining more of my already burned out brain, it's like, it's not, it's not going to be fun. So I, I'm, I'm very choosy on how I recharge my, my batteries, but yet I finished Bachelor in Paradise season eight <laughs> against my new, my better judgment. Hey, um, you ended up being our winner. So yeah. So that, that's, it's rewarded, you know, in itself um okay so how about some of the shows you are watching let's talk about the challenge episode nine yes um so i just started like late last night basically had to start again this morning i watched from episode one and then I found myself because since I was watching on the own TV, you know, website, a lot of uh, way too many ads. So I was like, just fast forwarding by every 10 seconds where it was just like nonstop, you know, bad editing. Um, it was funny for me just to hear Casey say on episode nine, like, I even forgot my brother's here. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny. Mm-hmm. Kenny is the reason, Kenny is the type of uh, casting that made Bloodlines not as good as it should have been. Because mm-hmm. it's like, just because you're, you know, you're related to someone who's on TV doesn't make you naturally as good on TV, which was what happened with a lot of the Bloodlines. And I think that's Kenny's case as well. He doesn't seem like Kenny's someone. Case because is Casey really all that good on TV? But Casey has a little bit. No, Casey is just that she doesn't have a lot going for her story wise, but she is not uncomfortable on TV. That's true. Okay. I can see. So, yeah. A lot of the cast uh, members from Bloodlines, you they seemed uncomfortable they yeah. didn't seem natural on tv mm-hmm. you know some of them had their thing going on you know but they just they seemed awkward um, they, i agree and i actually really loved bloodlines but some of the casting was really bad <laughs> you're right it was bad it was like it was cringy and kenny just reminded me of that it's like yeah i mean i think that um uh, from what i've seen i they are doing, they they did really well casting, you know, uh, new talent this, you know, this semester, no, this semester, this um, season. Mm-hmm. Um, her Horacio and Olivia definitely are the breakthrough, you know, rookies this, this season. Uh, and they seem I very- I also doing a great job. Who? Norris. Norris, Yes. Nerys is as well. Casting choice. Yes. Um, and I know I I think I heard good things when she was on on, you know, Are You the One? So that's good. Um, I I always feel bad for when they cast people whose first language is not English. Mm-hmm. Um being someone who's, you know, her um English is not my first language, if you're not as Americanized. You know, it's not going to be as fluent and it's, you know, I see it with Kim. I see it with, you know, uh, 
with Colleen. Um, in the past, I saw it with um, Logan. You know, these are people that are so much better in their native language because they're more fluent and they're more expressive. They don't have to translate everything in their head to force them to do things in English. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, to save on, you know, uh, subtitles. I think it's a shame. Mm -hmm. I hated that too, yeah. You know, if you need to put, you know, uh, subtitles on CT or on Nelson sometimes, I think you can do it for the rest of, you know, your cast members because it does, it, it slows them down. It makes them seem not as eloquent, not as alive. And I remember that episode um, was that, yes, Spies, Lies, and Allies. Logan spoke in Spanish for like two minutes with, uh, uh, Oh my God, I forgot his name. Cries a lot. Josh? Josh, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> just having them speak Spanish. And I just saw it with so much speed and I saw, you know, Logan just come to life. I'm like, that's what a Logan, yeah, sounds like in Spanish. And it's like, it swooled me all over again because there was so much more personality there in two minutes than what they can let him portray trying to speak English. And I think that it, the affects how they come out on tv so um it's good that they you know i don't mind the internationals it's just let them speak you know their language every once in a while you know it's not gonna hurt anyone mm -hmm. especially in eliminations i feel like it just wasn't really fair it's yeah. not especially communication elimination yeah you know, and I think that everything sounds better when it screams in German. My suggestion, everything sounds better <laughs> in German when it screams. <laughs> Watch something in German. You see that. The I love you is just like even stronger. So, um, I don't know. It's a shame. But um, I've enjoyed it. Um, the, the twist now, you know, where they're dividing it. It just reminded me again of bloodlines when they separated the bloodlines. Mm -hmm. let's see well, what happens there so how we so we had this like mini final today so we they had to you know like do a bunch of running carry a bunch of things from different checkpoints and um i always like to make the joke about the floor is lava especially when amber like was talking about it it was just like perfect because abby thought that um her daughter made that up which so just uh -oh. a joke between us but yeah it's so funny but so I love I love that we've seen that in all-star shore and now we're seeing it again in the challenge yeah it's a new thing I guess for these shows <laughs> it's so I mean, funny. there was a show just about the floors lava so yes I, I yeah I know what you're talking about yeah yeah so Okay, yeah, my nephew loves playing with, well, he used to, have not mentioned it be recently, but yeah, I'm very well aware the floor here in my house has been lava as well. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and so then they have, like, they have to solve a couple puzzles. Um, they have to organize the countries from uh, the location of the country. And so when Fessy me mentions the girl in Australia... I saw, um, I think it was Jay Challenge tweeted, and I, so I don't know if it's, like, true or not, 
but um, he said that the girl that he was talking about was D, which actually makes sense to me. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Oh, I didn't make that connection when he said it. Okay. So apparently, like, that's why the producers were were like laughing at it. And that's why he kind of said, I shouldn't even talk about this or however he put it. He's like, I don't even want to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not, but that I saw that and it made sense to me. So I don't know. But yeah, so we have this mini final. What did you guys think of this mini final? How did you think about the way people performed and or lack of performance here? Because I was pretty disappointed with the lack of performance. Sorry, I don't know. My, I have my baby here with me. He's laughing. Um, <laughs> I thought um, the performance in the challenge, um, I thought it was interesting on how uh, Devin didn't want to give Fessy any credit. He was like, there's no way Fessy solved this puzzle. There's no way he knew all these locations. I thought that was pretty interesting because I think Devin prides himself on being the smart one. Mm-hmm. And to see someone else did all these puzzles faster than him, I think probably was a blow to the ego. Agreed. Yeah, and not only that, but I think that he doesn't think of Fessy as an intelligent person. But yeah. I think that one thing that they're also forgetting is, like, Fessy saw that. Like, he has a partner. And same with, like, Nelson. People are like, he, when Nelson won, he's like, Nelson won that? Nelson's beating me in a memory challenge? It's like, it's not just Nelson, though he has a super smart partner and why are we not giving her credit? I agree. You're right. I agree. But the answer is because, you know, Fessy and Nelson have been on TV and they're more, you know, the, you know, the perennial characters. So let's keep, you know, mentioning that. I don't agree with that, but I can see how they can justify it, you know, but also, you know, it has been said that the challenge hasn't always been like the greatest and like saying women are good at this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's very true. So Vessel mm-hmm. and uh, Mariah end up winning this challenge and the game completely changes because this is when they're told that they're no longer ride or dies. They're actually going to be on opposite teams and um, Fessy and Mariah get to choose the teams. So when it gets to time, okay, first of all, like in their little um, deliberation thing that they had, that was like, I don't know, that really pissed me off. Like (sighs) Bessie infuriated me this episode, but at the same time, I feel like he had a good episode for him. Like, as far as moving forward and everything that he did, it was so sneaky and so shady. And, like, I hated watching it. But at the same time, like, this was his episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just stopped being angry at at, at, at things Fessy does a long time ago. I just, like, I watched it, I guess, because I was watching so much. Today, I was, like, I was just going along with the writers. Like, oh, okay, fine, Fessy, you do you. So but he's like so worried about winning, mm-hmm. but 
doesn't give me a winner vibe. Like all this shit he does is like someone who's so desperate to win, like screwing over all his friends, every chance he gets being nasty to people getting so worked up. He's crying about it. It just like, doesn't give me winner energy. So it just watching this episode, I'm like, Bessie's never going to win anything. <laughs> Okay, so that brings us to our teams then, because I feel like he kind of did win in this um, fantasy, like, draft that they did. So, Fessy has Casey, Anissa, Bananas, Nelson, Chauncey, Olivia, and Tori on his team. And Mariah has Kenny, Jordan, Nani, Narice, Amber, Horacio and Devin on his team. What do we think about these teams? I need the names repeated again. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So Fessy has Casey, mm-hmm. Anissa, Bananas, Nelson, Chauncey, Olivia, and Tori. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, yeah. And Mariah has Kenny, Jordan, Nani, Narice, Amber, Horacio, and Devin. I think they're equal in a sense. I think that, you know, at least when you got a banana who's agile in a lot of things and is good in a little bit of everything, in one team, but then you got, you know, Devin on the other one. I think they managed to even out. Um, they all have their um, weaker and stronger players. Um, I, 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 think I see an argument. Mm-hmm. She is maybe smarter, but I, I think that she has a, a, I think Fessy has a significantly better team. I really do. I think I, the argument can be made for both. I am not terribly like it's not at least for me it's not terribly lopsided but I agree Mariah's team is a little yes smarter but yeah but it's not the second guy I'm trying to think how did how did Fessy get Nelson and Bananas who was the guy that Mariah picked over Nelson um it's not it's short Jordan Horacio I think here, I just sent in the chat. Because yeah. I know that when picked. when uh, Fessel picked um, Casey, it was Mariah's turn and she picked Jordan. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember the order after so that, that. Having Jordan on her team was essential because... Um, it meant not having Anissa. Well, not only is he good, but also it meant that not having Anissa on her team because she did not trust Anissa. She didn't talk game with Anissa. And she said that, like, Anissa was, like, kind of dismissive of her. And so she didn't want to be on a team with somebody who wasn't going to respect her. Mm-hmm. So that's why she chose Jordan over um, Bananas for her first guy. But, yeah, so it was Casey and then Jordan – and then Fessy chose bananas. Um, and then and then she chose Amber. 
and he got Chauncey and he chose Nelson and he she got Narice. And this is something that they talked about on the Challenge Mania podcast. And I don't know the answer of it, but on the Patreon. And I didn't notice this just watching until they brought it to my attention. But he got to choose Bananas and Nelson back to back. That's what, okay, so that answers the question. Mm-hmm. But she had to choose Amber in between. So she did choose a girl, but it's, but it, yeah, I don't know. And then so, um, then she chose Horacio and Fessy. Well, they had to go to their, I guess, prospective teams because then she got two boys in a row, Horacio and Devin. And he got Olivia and Tori in a row. So I think it's really weird. It's like a very weird way to do a draft. I I think that... Oh, you made it yourself. I think she might have a crying baby. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I think it's really, yeah, not not the best way to have gone about that draft. I think it's really weird. And maybe they, like, definitely skewed it in Fessel's favor. But if it to me, those teams are really strong. Because, honestly, like, on Fessy's side, Anissa is the weak player. But we all have seen Anissa win daily challenges. Yeah, we haven't seen her win a final. But we've seen her win dailies. We've seen her win eliminations. And so she's really not a weak player as far as the overall game is concerned. And the rest of that team is stacked. I mean, I guess, like, we don't really know about much about Chauncey's abilities yet. Um, we haven't seen much of him. But aside from that, I mean, that team is, like, really good. I think Norris is is kind of like an Amanda um, she's very smart and she has the upper body strength. She has a cardio. Um, I think she's going to be, she's like a un- underestimated person. Um, Amber, we've seen win. So obviously, you know, she has the ability, but I mean, yeah, I, both teams, I can see the argument, but I think Fessy's team, in my opinion, has got this in the bag. I really do. I think so, too. I mean, just reading it, I think Olivia has proven herself to be a really worthy, you know, challenger um, throughout this season. Um, Amber, you know, her main, um, she has two things going against her. She's not good under pressure. And we've seen her not be good at math. And that made her even lose more but she can run the girl can run so if they need to run that's your girl um yeah i agree i think that yeah it's a good fessy fessy's team is pretty good i wouldn't want to see them you know be against them in anything right now so but anyone can beat me so it's not (laughs) So who is your MVP and your LVP of the episode? Oh, gosh. Can someone be the same, both MVP and LVP at the same time? It's like... Have we, I don't think we've done that before. I don't <laughs> think we have. 
gosh, because I mean, we've like, had like opposites. Like one of us has said somebody is MVP and it's the other person's LVP, but not like the same person. Oh gosh, I'm trying to because it's like, I mean, this was a fussy episode, but again, it was like, ugh, like he did, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You you ladies go first because I'm. Okay, so my MVP was was Fessel. I mean, I just really think it was his episode. And as much as I didn't agree with the way he went about things, he got exactly what he wanted. And for him, I don't think that this was bad for his game. I think that the worst thing he did for his game was go against his ride or, ride or die, Mariah. Um, and kind of turn his back on her when apparently like she was like really ride or die for him sticking up for him in the house all season telling people that they were wrong about him and that's not the real fessy and mm-hmm. like yeah so i feel very bad for mariah and i think that besides his betrayal to her which we've seen in the past i mean this was really a good move for him so um my mvp is fessy and my LVP is Bananas, and I gave it to Bananas um, because he did not, he, like, gave up in the daily, his, like, lack of, um, I guess, like, effort, and I know that he says on his podcast, like, there is no incentive to win because at this point they didn't know that this was, you know, the twist or whatever. Um, they thought that they had to vote in four teams, and putting that target on your back and putting those people in um whereas like losing there's no disadvantage to losing and so that's kind of his argument and why he like didn't try but I just don't like that um I think it's really cocky I think he's won seven times and he just doesn't care and that's fine but at the same time um he deserves my LVP and not only that but Mariah chose Jordan over you oh that's a good reason um so my I'm I kind of I don't know I can't stomach giving it to Fessy so you guys let me know if this is kind of too weird of a reason but I'm thinking I'm gonna give my MVP to Olivia because I think she is socially really doing great at this game um she could have been mad at Nelson for not saving her last week and like caused a huge fight and then all this drama but she kind of just like swept it under the rug, said I understand, and moved on. Then Horacio, or whatever, was like not that nice to her during during the challenge, mm-hmm. and she fixed that too. Like she, I, I'm like, I think other players would have just blown games up and just handled those situations horribly. So I kind of felt like she socially did a good job there. So that's what I decided for MVP. Okay. I'm fine. And LVP, I had a hard time picking out someone, but I decided Devin just because I feel like what we already talked about, he kind of had a nasty attitude and then he was picked last. So those are my reasons for Devin being LVP. Okay. I like those reasons too. And I think that, you know, you said that ask or like tell you if it makes sense or whatever about Olivia. And yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, She is a standout of the season. So, so to notice those little things that she's doing, especially um, in times of, you know, like conflict, it, it, yeah, I, I totally agree with that being definitely a reason for sure. 
instead of like Fessy, who's burning so many bridges, you know what I mean? With people, I don't know. So I, th- that's kind of why I, I, I thought maybe she deserved it. Hey, Michelle, back to you. Back to me. Um, yeah, I mean, you gotta give MVP to, I'm gonna give it to Fessy. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's, he's being messy. So I'm giving it, um, giving him MVP for messiness. Um, LVP, you know what? I'm going to give it to Kenny because your sister doesn't remember you're on the episode. You're not doing much. So Kenny, you're getting my LVP. So this is Kenny's third LVP for not existing. (laughs) Michelle has given it to him. Now you have given it to him. And, um, Scott also gave it to him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's that's just i mean he's like the sally carson of the challenge right now so so funny okay well then moving on from um the challenge what what do you want to talk about survivor that crazy survivor episode or amazing race finale what are what do you two want to talk about next I watched both, so I can talk about either one. Um, I think that Amazing Race, we can, you know, sum it up, you know, quicker. So let's let's start with Amazing Race. And congratulations to the winners. Yeah. So I watched the first, like, 15 minutes of the season. And I watched the last 15 minutes with you two. So that was exciting. So, um, yeah, uh, we have our winners, Claire and Derek from Big Brother. Super exciting what you two watched the season you two talk about your thoughts i was happy they won um i didn't actually did not watch this finale except for the last 10 minutes because i was messaging with you guys and i was like should i start from the beginning i think you guys said just turn it on and i never went back and watched the rest so i really only saw like the last what i saw them win i was really when i tuned in so i don't know if it was a good i don't know you guys can tell me michelle if it was a good episode or not um, it was your standard, you know, episode. I mean, there was towards the last 20, 25 minutes, I was like, there's no way that Claire and Derek are losing, especially the last, um, uh, you know, pit stop where, you know, it was something that, you know, had to do with like this giant piano on the floor and Derek does play music. So he knew how to read, you know, the the notes and used it in his favor because it was a mix of like the music notes and memory so he knew how to like organize wow. himself it was like it was it was theirs to like to lose it was you know there was no way that you know the other players were going to be able to catch up so what shocked me the most what was and i forget their names the twins coming in second because i thought they were done yeah i think that that was a great they those two sisters i forget their names as well but they should feel so proud of how they played this season and how they pushed through their injuries and just a great story i mean all you need to do is watch those last 10 or 15 minutes and if you're not crying then you're dead inside and i cried and i'm usually dead inside so that i cried too (laughs) 
you know, their story is something, you know, worthy of a, you know, lifetime movie over the week, you know, it's such yeah. a good story. You don't get anywhere else except this kind of show. So good for them. I mean, in general, it was a, you know, I didn't watch every episode because you get more or less the gist of it, you know, and yeah. it wasn't like a drama filled, like many other seasons, especially in the earlier um, seasons of the show. But it was good. You know, it's very straightforward. And there was, you know, there were good teams, you know, with good backstories. So it was pretty much, it was a, ca- a palate cleanser. If you watch it, like, after, you know, Bachelor in Paradise or The Challenge, it's a good palate cleanser. It's such, like, a feel-good show. Like, and there was no one to really root against, you know? I was I would have been happy if any of those teams won, so. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Derek and Claire. Yeah. Now, people on social media are like, I knew they won because they just bought or they just moved into this big apartment and um, they moved from New York to L.A. So we knew they won. So I guess I guess some of the fans kind of figured out they won because they mm-hmm. bought a really are renting a really nice apartment. Interesting. Well, I'm glad they I, didn't make that that. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not like a surefire sign, but it's definitely um maybe a little foreshadowing. Yeah, but I'm glad they got their reality the reality TV show, you know, prize money. So they've been they've I mean Derek at least, you know, was a standout in his season of of Big Brother. I think that he, you know, made also a little bit of a splash on the Challenge USA. So, mm-hmm. you know, didn't ruffle, you know, too many feathers and like, you know, relatively speaking. And, you know, he, he had a good story, you know, parasocially with Claire. So, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what about Survivor then? What were, this was a crazy episode. I feel like one of the more um intense episodes of survivor that i've seen personally at least this season for sure it was i think that this was one that it could have gone anyway you couldn't really tell who was gonna necessarily go Mm -hmm. i had an inkling uh because of one scene with uh cody uh, who did end up you know being voted off but that him celebrating him dancing what about when he was talking about like how he was doing so well this season and he was so sure and he was in such a good place I feel like every time people are like so overconfident like that I'm like this is their last episode this person has no idea what the f is going on but same thing could be said with Carla and some same thing could be said with Jesse and even with Gabler with his you know hiding in plain sight so you got a little bit with them as well. Yeah. There yeah, it was just like one particular like interview that he had that made that I was yeah, not not on the uh I thought it was a little Cody foreshadowing for sure. So, yeah. I see it. I think the dancing was like what sealed the deal was like, ooh, not yeah. looking good. Yep. So Cassidy wins immunity. I think Cassidy would have been gone this episode if she didn't win immunity. But there is talk about the Cassidy curse. <laughs> um, 
What Cassidy curse? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, there's been a few like up until last the the episode before. Anyone who mentioned about eliminating Cassidy were the ones ending up being eliminated. Oh, no, oh, I didn't know that. Wow. So yeah, someone is calling it the Cassidy um curse. So I was scared and for that for Carla. But then I was like, oh, crap. Now they really can't get her out because she wanted to, like, they're sealing the deal on this Cassidy curse. They can't get her out even if they wanted to. But, yeah, she's scrappy. She's holding on. So. So. Cody wants to show his idol to Carla. And Jesse was hanging on to it. So Jesse has to give it back to him. And somehow... Jesse gets it back. Now, I read an interview that Cody had done post-show where he said that the reason he gave it back to Cody was because Cody didn't ask for it back. And so he thought that because he didn't ask for it back, like if he wanted it back to play it or like to play him, then he would have asked for it. But because yeah, because Jesse just let it be, Cody gave it back to him smart man jesse is so freaking smart because anyone could be in that position just it's be paranoid like oh. it's the street smarts yeah. this is the second time that in a in a fantasy league i pick an ex-gang member because last time i went with with uh with chantel as yeah. well. with so, chantel chantem chantel oh. she's she- She's an ex-gang member slash pastor. I knew yes, pastor. Yeah. I forgot she was an ex-gang member. Interesting. Yes. So I'm like, I, he mm-hmm. was my first, I'm, I'm in two fantasy leagues. And in the one that I'm playing for money, he was my first choice. Because I was like, I'm going again for the ex-gang member who has a PhD Who's doing like I got there's something about that. There's gonna be a, a mix of the street smarts and the book smarts. And he has not let me down. I am scared for him now because he it's it's yeah. for him to lose. And right now everyone saw this huge move. Mm-hmm. So I, I know I'm nervous. I'm I'm like wondering, did he make this move against Cody like a week? too early but i guess next week everyone's got to use their idols so we couldn't have really done it next week so i'm kind of nervous for jesse now yeah i'm I'm not my other team my other uh cast member on my and the other on that team is carla so i have a full latinx um team going there and they i mean no one thought carla would get this far i'm like i I was not sad when I got her. I was like, I had my eye on her. So I'm like, you know, I'm pulling for her too. But she's also like on thin ice, you know. Yeah. I'm going to be like annoyed if the final is like Gabler, Owen. And Cassidy. Like, all right. Personally, she's my pick. It has been all season. So I'm not changing it. Cassidy's my pick to win still. But I really like Carla, too. Yeah. And I mean, and I like Jesse, but I don't like that he fooled me. (laughs) I mean, that he fooled you. Um, So when I drafted my team, 
I watched the Survivor like previews that they put out for everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I picked Cassidy because she had the most outfit changes and the most like hairstyle changes. So I knew that she went far because she changed the most out of anybody. And um, I almost put Jesse on my team. He was actually like the first person that I wanted to pick. But I ended up not picking him because he only had two outfit changes. But come to find out, like, watching the season, that he's just, like, a plain tea guy. And they probably were different shirts. And he just has, like, a million of the same shirt. So I I can't root for Jesse because he fooled me. Ah. Uh, see, I never watched those videos. I just read the, um, um, the EW, you know, list. And I just read, you know, more or less what, you know, their pet peeves and their backgrounds. And I just went off of that. And it's been hit or miss. Last um, season I had, oh, I forgot his name. He was Hispanic as well. He was like, he worked with pageant girls. Oh, I forgot his name. Skinny, Hispanic. Did he go out early? No, he got to the final three. What the hell? I watched last season. He was Sorry. very, very skinny. And I was like, Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his name either, but I got I got what you're talking about. I, I was that. like, anyone who works with pageant girls knows how to work a jury, knows how to answer yeah. questions. And you know, he backfired on me. I, I I didn't get as many points as I thought, but yeah. That's how I chose Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I used my trade for Cody because Cody wasn't originally on my team. So I, I ultimately chose Cody over Jesse when it came to my trade. I I'm sad. I'm sad that I didn't use I I, I used my trade to get Sam because I wanted a dark horse, but then I was like I should have chosen Carla so I can have it matching my other fantasy league. <laughs> and right? So, yeah. Oh man. I miss opportunity, but I'm not mad. That's funny. I'm I'm still in first place to win that um money league money i think you will if your team your team is jesse and carla you're gonna win come on yeah well i'm i i uh shimbo has shimbo's in second place and he has uh uh owen and cassidy oh wow you guys did good picks yeah and then house has got to be completely out then wow yeah and then paul has gabler so We are the final three, you know, people standing. But Shimbo and I have our teams intact. Wow, that's pretty incredible. You guys did great. Yeah, that is very impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. And also, I want to thank Fessy. Fessy made me jump. I don't know, like, how many. I think I was in 18th place. In the <laughs> week, and now I'm in fourth place, which is like, what? So... I didn't have Fessy in that week. I'm so mad. I actually took him out right before the episode, and I'm really mad about it. But I must say that reviews. Yeah, for I mean, for having not watched the first nine episodes, me (laughs) now in fourth place. I, I'm, I'm, I, I. That's why I keep watching because of if there's a fantasy league, I'll probably keep watching. So that's funny. Yeah, so I guess jumping to our fantasy update in our challenge league, we have Justin P in first place. Um, I am in second place. Lindsay K in third. Michelle Lopez in fifth. And then um, 
Let's see. Oh, my friend Jody, she's in town. Um, Michelle, you're in 13th and Abby's in 15th. I'm so proud of everybody. Hey. Yay. Oh, this is like the best Abby's done in a fantasy league. Yep. Awesome. I'm so proud of her. Um, and then in our Survivor League, we have Peter in first place, Alyssa in second place, um, Michelle uh, D, you are <laughs> in third place, um, Paul is in fourth, I'm in fifth, and Michelle Lopez, you are in seventh. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are all doing good. I guess Abby's in last in my league, but I think she has like no players left, right? That's what I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure yeah, that she was- has zero players left, so that's yeah. why will- all her people were out. I remember that from last time we talked. Abby is in first place in my heart, so yeah, there, there you go. There you go. I agree with that. I'm, I, but I'm totally out of the running for the Survivor League because. Alyssa has the same people left as I do, and she's ahead of me. So I'm there's no way I can win. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still close. It's still close. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So moving on to some reality TV news. FYI Land was canceled. How do you feel about that? I thought of you when I saw that. I feel sad. I thought it was such a good show, so I'm sad about that. Um, and I'm sad because, I mean, obviously we podcasted about it, and I mean, I don't know. It's it's just it's it's too bad. But obviously, that's because of the merger between HBO Max and Discovery Plus. That's what I was gonna say. They're canceling. That's not the only show that got canceled, and I'm sure more's more is gonna get canceled because they have to save. Like I forget one, something like one billion dollars. They're making an effort to save, so they're canceling a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of layoffs. So mm. that was like a big casualty. We'll see. I, I don't know. I know they said it's canceled, but do you think somewhere else would pick it up? Like, was it popular enough? I think it was pretty popular, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I would hope that'd be awesome, but. I kind of doubt it. I mean, don't. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Sensation Island came back after how many years hiatus? Yeah, so it's that's doing true. good. Yeah. True. Um, some other reality TV news. Um, Angela and Tyler breakup is pretty much confirmed. There was a video that leaked of Angela saying the words ex-fiance to someone um, in conversation in the background of somebody else's Instagram live. She has since posted a picture of her and Tyler on her story and she deleted it. His family has come out on like different Facebook forums and said that they're not broken up. Um, A sister-in-law or something said something. Um, so people are still denying it, but I don't know. I, I'm one of my friends, um, Hannah, who is in Kansas city with us, Michelle, um, Mm -hmm. she has followed this like crazy and she's been texting me about it. And, um, she said that they were together, like spending time together with each other's families as recently as Thanksgiving. 
So I don't know if it's one of those things where like they're broken up, but they're still kind of working on things. And maybe that's why they don't want to talk about it publicly. But U.S. Magazine also put out an article confirming it without a statement from either of them based on the video, based on some of their friends' statements that they were made. Um, but yeah, Angela and Tyler. If they were broken up, they would have said, we're still together at this point. So they are broken up. To your point, maybe they're trying to work it out and try to get back together. But I I, I think 100% they are broken up right now. Mm-hmm. I wish I could care more. I'm, I'm like, eh. If they are fine, if they're not, that's fine too. I'm I, I was never invested in them, you know. So it's just sad, you know, when people break up. And they have a business together, so then maybe they're trying to save face for their business too while they figure out how they're gonna navigate that. Yeah. yeah. Think of because I think a lot a big portion of their business, like they cater to their Tangela fans. Because they, like they do all the photo shoots and modeling, not all, but a lot of the majority of it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe for their business reasons, they don't want to make, make an announcement. It's four Q. A lot of people buying things, so maybe after Christmas. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. I think that after the holidays would be like a really good sign for, um, I guess like fans because. I, I don't know, like, part of me sees them, like, trying to post, like, a picture of them together and, like, matching onesies, just, like, trying to convince everybody that they're actually together. I, I Listen, I won't be surprised if they, I don't, I think they broke up. I just wouldn't be surprised if they do, like, work it out, like you said. I, th- I think that could happen. In other breakups, CT and Lily, we know that they're getting divorced, but she came out with some pretty crazy alimony demands recently. Um, Did CT, like, reply at all to that? No, no right? Yeah, no. yeah. But yeah. I did see something where somebody responded to it, like a, like a fan, and they had said, like, well, you always want to aim higher than what you really want because you're not going to get what yes. you want. So oh, yeah. it does kind I- of make sense. I was thinking of it like, I was like, this is like a job negotiation. Like if I want a job and I want to make a hundred K, I'm not going to say I want to make a hundred K. I'm going to say, well, to leave my job, you got to give me 150 K and then negotiate my way to that hundred K. So that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, is this kind of like a negotiation? I don't, I'm not really familiar with this, this process. So I really don't know, but that's kind of what I thought too. I read the article. I read how, I mean, when they put the titles, like five different types of alimony, I was like, okay. But once I read it, it was like, yeah, it's pretty on par to what you would see, you know, um, in a divorce proceeding, you know, whether she gets what it, what she's asking for or not, that's another thing, but it wasn't, it's nothing out of the, you know, extraordinary. She's, you know, it's, or what, you know, she hired lawyers and they're trying to get for her, you know, whatever they think she deserves and what they can negotiate with. But, yeah, okay. it's on par. Now, do we think CT, I, how do I put this? Do we think the reason they got back together the first time is because CT was 
afraid of like losing money by getting divorced or did they really make up and everything was fine? I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm just I think curious. They got back together because he won and he had more money and she didn't want to leave him anymore because she wanted to stick around for the money. He oh, made. okay. Okay. And from what I read, I think he filed and she's answering to the fine. So if he filed for divorce, you know, yeah, he's taking the, yeah, he's making sure that, you know, he's taking he's charge of it. Got it. Um. Okay. And other, like, I guess, bad news or like, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Um. Negative, I guess. News. What? Um. Bear in Georgia, go to trial now. Oh yes. Okay. So, per like UK laws, we can't say who or if we think anybody is guilty or innocent. You can just like kind of talk about details and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so I've really been keeping up on this one a lot. I've been, there's this uh, UK journalist who also has like a blog and he um, really updated on what was going on throughout the whole thing. Um yeah, it's it was it was supposed to last four days, but it's continuing on Monday. So I don't know if it'll just like finish on Monday and just go like a, a day longer than they originally planned, or I don't really know. I think closing statements were on Friday, um, but it's been really interesting. Um, Bear says things like literally said this to the police um maybe it was like my evil twin brother i saw that christina and like i mean i i laugh i shouldn't laugh but like how do you like literally say that in a situation that's like so serious and like you're literally going to court for like do you realize what you're being accused of right now uh yeah, I mean, just some of the things that he says. So I think. Is he so can I add? I just want to make sure I'm, I understand. He is accused of recording um, Georgia without her knowledge and then posting it on his OnlyFans. On OnlyFans, um, sending it via WhatsApp app and also sharing it to Pornhub. Okay. So there's like two counts of um of revenge porn and one count of something else I can't remember what it was called. I'm so sorry. No, but okay. I'm looking for it here and I can't find it either so I can refresh my memory about what that other um what he's charged with. Mhm. Well, if you find it then let us know, but basically yeah, the Georgia says, you know, her side of everything that happened. He had CTTV um, recording in his house and he didn't tell her that there was like a camera in the garden where they were having sex until afterwards. And then they watched the footage together. And after they watched it together, she told him to delete it. Um, she thought it was deleted, but then shortly after it's all over 
So um, when he was in Thailand, he came back to the UK and that's when he got arrested. When he got arrested, um, they he like wouldn't tell the police officers. He's very uncooperative and wouldn't tell the police officers which luggage was his. And so they had to open up like every single bag that was on the the conveyor belt thing. And um, he a SIM card key dropped from like when they were searching him, but they could never find his phone. Apparently, when they landed, the flight attendants told him that he could exit first off the plane so that um, because there was officers waiting. And so he said he had to go to, to, to the bathroom and they let him use the restroom on the plane before he exited. And so my only conclusion and thought to hearing all this is that since the phone was never found, it had to have been in some way disposed in the bathroom. But, um, yeah, so I think that due to the lack of phone evidence, it is the only hope he has of, of, um, things, you know, maybe not going his way, but I think a lot of his answers, his uncooperativeness, his, like, very nonchalant attitude about this whole thing claiming that it wasn't Georgia then in court saying that it was it was her and the reason that he said that it wasn't is because he didn't want her to be embarrassed and he cared about her at the time and um I I'm team Georgia I really hope that that she can that she can win this I agree. I, yeah, and I'm I'm impressed that she is really standing up for herself because I felt like anything we saw of her on the show, she was not really a person to, like, she kind of let people not treat her the nicest. So I'm happy she's standing up for herself. Yeah, and she said, too, that, like, this isn't just for me. It's for, like, everybody out there that something like this has happened to. Like, I'm standing up for you. I'm trying to make a change. I'm trying to make a difference. Yes, and to be um, kind of, oh, here we go. To be, I couldn't think of the word, word, sorry. To be a little shallow, I really think she looked amazing in her outfit for court mm-hmm. on the first. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, it was a contrast to the pink and black fur or faux fur that <laughs> their party wore. Yeah. His so. outfit, like and then on the last like the day that they did closing statements on friday and he had, like had a gold like oh my, chain. oh my god oh i didn't see i i only saw like the first day outfits i think yeah. um and like yeah it's just it's it's crazy and then he talks about how like he could lose his house over this and like it's just crazy and it's like okay you could lose your house over this but you roll up in a rented Rolls Royce or a limo every single, like, what? Like, I just, I can't, I can't. It's just a lack of seriousness. Mm-hmm. And, it's like all uh, a show for him. 
And then his, like, girlfriend standing up for him on social media and saying that, like, like, even if, even when the world's against you, like, I'll always be by your side. It's like, oh, my God, like that. <sighs> Are you going to be by his side if he ends up in jail? If this ends up not going the way you think it's going to go? Are you going to be by his side? I don't think so. Well, we will only wait and see. Moving on to some more uh, news that is on a different note and is more positive. Tia Booth had her baby on the 6th. She named him Tatum Booth Mock. Which her, one- her fiance's last name is Mock. And her last name is Booth. That's I'm sorry, someone from The Bachelor? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she was on um Colton's season of The Bachelor. She was on two different seasons of Bachelor in Paradise, and she is now one of the co-hosts of the Clickbait podcast. Cool. Yeah. And I think that she was announced that she won't be returning to Clickbait anymore recently. She said that she was taking a break. Okay. So, yeah, she said she hopes, like, on her last um, episode that she did before the baby, she said that um, it would be her last episode for a while. She hopes to return, you know, someday she was taking a break to kind of go on maternity leave is what she said. Okay. Okay. But they have had Jill on the last two episodes, so I'm wondering if they're going to have Jill be, they're, like, clearly testing the waters here. And I'm curious if just Jill will get the gig. How is Jill performing? I haven't listened to Clickbait in a while, so. Um, she's okay. I think she's like really emotional. I was list I listened to the beginning of the episode today. They have Hunter on in like the first I haven't even gotten to Hunter yet. But it's like all Jill talking basically. And they're talking about um how to how to react if somebody texts you saying that they like don't want to be with you anymore or if they ghost you and different things and she talks about how the last person that she dated ghosted her and so she's like uh, over on her computer like literally googling like person's name obituary like trying to figure out if they die <laughs> and she said that when um shoot why am i i'm blanking on his name tarzan jacob jacob when jacob kind of like ended things with her and didn't want um a relationship afterwards or whatever after uh that she would like google um jacob car accident because he like wasn't talking to her reminds me of my friend when I was living in um in Manhattan or whatever, um, and she was dating a firefighter, an FDNY firefighter, and he stopped replying, and she started like searching for fires to see if like any firefighters had died in a fire. <laughs> He's still alive though, but that's funny. I guess people do that then. That's so funny. People um, do that. Yes, <laughs> I haven't yet, but <laughs> my. Mike goes goes hide in place site, so. (laughs) So what other reality TV news is out there? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. Uh, 
I think that we have covered all the ones that I've been, um, you we know, have a new show listening. coming out. Yeah, I was gonna say we wanted to talk about the um, new show on Peacock, right? What? Um, yeah, it's called The Traitors. Yeah. I you want me to read the description? What? You want me to read the description of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Peacock has announced their new competition reality series, The Traitors. Um, is set to premiere on January 12, 2023. The show is hosted by Alan Cumming, which he's an, like, a very famous actor. Uh-huh. Um, it will feature celebrities and civilians competing for a cash prize of up to $250,000. However, among the contestants, there are three traitors that will do everything to sabotage the game for the others. So it kind of sounds like the mole a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, know, I thought it was people. interesting if they casted the show of a mix of like CBS people, Bravo people, like they kind of went all over. I liked it. Yeah. So I know who some of the people are, but not all of them. I know, you know, way more yeah. than Michelle. Who are you excited to see? Uh, okay. I'm looking at the list We're right now. So Brand- to see. Brandy Glanville is on. She's originally, well, she, she was Eddie. She was a model and then she's Eddie was Eddie Cibrian's wife, and he cheated on her with a bunch of women, in- including uh, Sheena from Vanderpump Rules and Leon Rhymes. And now he is married to Leon Rhymes. Rhymes, yeah. Hmm. And they uh, had their wedding with uh, People Magazine did their special and everything on on their wedding. I remember that. So, yeah. Brandy says she likes Leon now. Like there was a while where they were fighting in the press back and forth like cats and dogs, but she now has says she likes Leon. I guess I don't know. I mean, they should like Leon stuck or is it this ha- they had to have been like together for like 10 years at this point. It's been a while. Oh yeah, I don't know. She's yeah, Eddie's been way much longer with um Leanne than he was ever with Brandy. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um so he's show? like very dramatic she drinks a lot and says inflammatory things. So I think she'll be great TV. She's messy. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Reza from Shaws of Sunset. He's another one who says a lot of infl- inflammatory stuff. <laughs> um, I love Shaws of Sunset, but I guess they actually canceled it. And they took some of the cast and I think they're doing another show on Peacock with the cast. Um, but Reza's a big personality and I think he's the kind of person who will do anything to win the show. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, then Ryan Lochte, he was on, was he, he was on big brother, right? Celebrity big brother. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And dancing with the stars. He's like a reality star now, right? He's not even a swimmer anymore. He's- well, I mean, he's a bit... Yeah, I mean, he already, you know, is past his prime. I think he's already almost hitting 40, if I'm not mistaken. So oh, it would he, make sense that he goes in a direction like this. Yeah, I mean, and he also had his own kind of reality TV for a while on E! Okay. Back in the peak of his uh, popularity. Oh, yes, you're right. I... I, I remember that. You're yeah, right. I, I thought that he would stay away from reality TV after the sort of backlash he was getting when he wasn't dancing with the stars, that people were protesting him being there because 
of you know everything that happened in uh in rio and yeah yeah yeah. um but well like i mean he's got kids to feed now right and he has has kids and he's not getting that michael phelps uh, you know post-retirement money you know so right like it happens a lot you see that yeah if you don't get the endorsements you'll go into reality tv so I remember, I, I don't remember much of him on Big Brother, but I remember thinking he was perfectly fine and likable. Like, I had no issue with him on Big Brother when he was on. I don't, I didn't watch him on Big Brother. Um, I do kind of remember him when he was in Dancing with the Stars, but he was already on trying to, you know, repair his image mode. Um, he, he was, he went from like being like, wow, he's hot to wow, he's dumb when he <laughs> his mouth. To like, wow, he actually did that. To you know, he's had you know, he's been much of a roller coaster. You know, mm-hmm. he has his personality. I think that after being humbled with you know, uh, for those that don't know, uh, he actually accused um, people of uh, being mugged and and and. Oh, I remember was, that. Yeah. And it turned out yep. that it wasn't that. It was just as he and his friends were like drunk and mm-hmm. you know, they filed a false report Doing... and whatnot. So. Yeah. Um, so he had a lot to make up after that. Um, Who else and... is on this cast? Uh, okay, Rachel Riley, Big Brother winner. Which season did she win? I, I, you can tell I don't watch Big Brother. Uh, she didn't win her first season. She won her second season. I think, uh, thirteen or fourteen, thirteen. Okay. I think because Thir- Ian won fourteen. I think she won thirteen. Okay. And she was on Amazing Race too, right? Yeah, she and Brendan were on Amazing Race several times. Oh, cool! But, nice. Yeah, I'm reading. And then her sister was also on Big Brother fifteen, Alyssa. Um, and then we have Cody Calafiore. He's a interesting one, an interesting choice, I think. And I think it'll be good to see him on a competition show. Um, I mean, obviously, we've seen Polly on the challenge. So, um, I don't know. I kind of, I don't dislike Cody. I think he's definitely the more likable brother. I, I'm interested to see him in a different game. Um. I'm interested to see. Yeah, I'm interested to see how he does with something different. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see if he can do as well as he did on Big Brother. Here, I'm. I you're right. I am interested. He's not. He was never my favorite person on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's he is like so different from Polly that yeah. I. I have to wonder if Polly's upset. Oh my God, Cody's on a show and I can't get on a show. I don't know. There's got to, I wish I could see, there's got to be a lot of tension in that family. Anyway. Uh, then the next person is Kyle Cook. He's from Summer House and Winter House on Bravo. I Those are not my favorite shows. I've watched them. I know who he is. He has his own um alcohol brand called Loverboy that I see everywhere. I don't know if it's all across the country, but I see it everywhere in New Jersey and New York. Um, It's like a hard seltzer kind of cocktail thing. Nice. Um, 
but he he's known for on summer house he always gets drunk he used to always get drunk and cheat on his girlfriend and now he just always gets drunk and like melts down um and then we have Sari from survivor like nice. a survivor legend yeah mm-hmm. that's exciting and same stephanie lagrassa i think is how you say it also survivor legends and she's married to a MLB or a former MLB pitcher, Kyle Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And then I is that all the celebrities? I think it's Ari the, from Oh no. Yeah, who is it? Christina, go ahead. Um Ari Landyke Jr. He was the bachelor. He was on um Emily Maynard's season of The Bachelorette. He was her runner up. And then they were going to have him be the bachelor the following season, but they decided to go a different direction instead. And actually, I believe that's when Sean Lowe became the bachelor. And um, then um, years later, he ended up being the bachelor and he pulled the switcheroo. He originally chose Becca to be his... um, winner and then he broke up with her on one of their happy couple weekends and ended up getting back together with his runner up and they're still together they have kids and they seem to be doing great um but honestly that's like one of the reasons why becca is so famous that's why she became the bachelorette that's if that didn't happen and she wasn't as loved as she was she wouldn't be the host of bachelor happy hour now it's really um she's turned this like negative thing into such a positive thing for her but aside from that switcheroo that happened postseason, literally you had to wait until the reunion to know, you know, like to see it. Um, besides that, I didn't think he was a very exciting bachelor. I thought his girls were were good. I mean, obviously we get um, Becca, Kendall, and Tia all from that season. So I, I think his girls were really good. They're what made that season exciting. Um, but I always thought of him as a boring bachelor. So I think it's a really interesting, um, bachelor nation choice to choose to put on another team. I can totally be- see him being the mole person though, because he's just kind of, I don't know, blah. I, I, I don't even know like how to explain it. I just, I think it's a really weird casting choice, but maybe he'll prove me wrong and he'll be like the most exciting guy there. I don't know. Oh, no. oh, another one you didn't mention, because it's kind of mixed with the civilians, like they call them. Kate Chastain from oh, Love yeah. Deck. I love her. She was on, like, the first several seasons of Below Deck. And um, the thing with Below Deck is, like, every season there's a new crew and there's new uh, deck crew and new uh, stews or whatever. But they do kind of bring some people back. And she was a chief stew. And they brought her back several times. And okay. she's so funny. She is, like, absolutely hysterical. There was, like, an episode where she compared people's personalities to fonts. She's just really intelligent and funny. And I think she's going to be good on the show. And she kind of quit below deck. Because if you watch that show, the people on that show are actually working. And it's a lot of hard work. And I think she just didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Even though she was a big star and one of the most popular people. It was just a lot of work. I never watched Below Deck. I haven't really, now that I think about it, it's been a while since I watched any reality TV shows on Bravo. So. 
Yeah. And this cast seems to be like fairly Bravo heavy, which makes sense because it's Peacock. Mm-hmm. But I like that they did some Big Brother people and Survivor people. I like that they kind of expanded to a bunch of different shows. I thought that was smart. Interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. It's another show with no challenge people. Oh, I know. Interesting. Hmm? That's interesting. You see all these crossovers and you never see anybody from the challenge. Huh. I know. I can't think of anyone from the challenge doing anything. I saw somebody from Big Brother is going to be on the next season of The Circle. Oh, Brett. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so another crossover. Yeah, that's crazy. You huh? would think at least like maybe a CT or a West or some someone would cross over, but to or something like yeah, or even like a Jemmy or like to, to like a Big Brother. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, like I, I I know that Johnny was rumored to be on Celebrity Big Brother, and then that didn't happen. I really wish it would have. I mean, as I think that's as far as they've gone to uh, uh, worst cooks in a, in America. Yep. That's about oh, yeah. And yeah. ridiculousness. You can't forget ridiculousness. Yeah, but that's on MTV. Worst cooks <laughs> in America is on another you know, what is it, Food Network? Mm-hmm. Food Network. Oh yeah. yeah. I, so, I you know that. they're that's crossing funny. over to like that and that's like I I don't know what it is about their contracts. I don't know what it is if it's like they think they're insurable or not in other channels or, or what it is that Crazy. I mean, I, there's there's a it's not, it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's an analogy that I use sometimes with how, um, you know, flagship challenge people are viewed, you know, among other reality TV shows. I'm not it's sometimes I compare them to like how like mainstream, you know, film studios see, you know, certain adult actors from the San Fernando Valley in the 80s before, you know, Pornhub came around. It's like everyone is like, you know, on the edge. You know, everyone knows they exist. Everyone enjoys them. Everyone has their guilty pleasure because everyone watches the challenge. But you can't touch that. That's too dirty. (gasps) That's hilarious. (laughs) But think about it. It is, you know, I'm, it's, there's some truth to it. They're like treated like the, you know, and I'm, and I'm not calling them that, but it's how, you know, industry wise, they're like the pariahs. They're not to be touched, you know? Yeah. You're right. That's, That's really, so funny. that was the best analogy. I love that. That's hilarious. You know. That's so funny. You've had me laughing this whole episode, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, to kind of wrap up here, is there anything going on in either of your two's lives um, this week that you'd like to share? Just give everybody a little bit of an update on you. You start, Michelle. D. Uh, I, you know what's crazy? I just was planning out my end of year, and I hate this time of year because there's so much freaking going on. Like, I have holiday parties for work and dinners, um, and I, like, I was looking at my calendar. I'm like, I have like three free days where I'm not doing not like till the end of the year be- between like everything going on. It's crazy. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought work was going to be winding down. 
it's not winding down. It's just ramping up for some reason. Everyone wants to like meet before the, Hey, can we meet before the end of the year? No, it was supposed to be winding down. We cannot meet before the end of the year. Like let's meet in January. So I don't know. I feel like things are just very, very busy. Um, but it's kind of a, a change for me because, um, really I haven't been doing that because between like the baby and everything, I haven't been going out and I like, I had dinners last week with people from work. So it was kind of a nice change. And it's funny because Thursday we, I went out to dinner with people from work. Like, um, some of our, our partners took us out and I had wine and it's like, it was at one of those restaurants where they just keep like, you never finish your glass of wine. They just keep filling it. Right. So I have no idea how much I drank. And the next morning I had like a killer headache. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I think I'm hungover. Like it's been so long since I've been hungover that I like, it took me a second to recognize I was hungover. So just, I'm just trying to get through the end of the year, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I totally get that. I've been working a lot more too. Um, this is our busy time of year. Just before the holidays, we uh, have just reservation after reservation. We have this big party room. And we're really like known for being one of the places in Lincoln to like be the best at hosting parties. So we're just like crazy busy this time of year. A um, lot of holiday parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely something that I can kind of relate to and I have going on in my life as well. Um, but I've really been trying to like get my place together and make it my own and do like my office all nice. And I have, um, cause I have like an extra bedroom that I have for an office and, um, it's coming along really well. I feel like I'm almost done. Not quite, but I still have quite a bit of work to do to be honest. But like also from the starting point, it feels like being finished with everything is just around the corner. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but I feel like I'm just like, I'm working and then I come home and I work on stuff here and I've just really been doing that and watching and listening to podcasts as I'm doing it. (laughs) And, um, one thing that I, I found in my, I guess, like downtime aside from reality TV, um, a couple days ago, I started watching Wendy or Wendy Wednesday on Netflix and that's a really good show I thought it's it's really good I'm not finished with it yet but I'm really enjoying it so far so that's kind of I like it yeah yeah I think she just does such a good good job acting I'm really impressed with the acting in it and I think it's really cute so um I guess that's kind of what I've been up to what about you Michelle um well I haven't started Wednesday yet um so I have it on my queue um the past uh 11 days I've been house and dog sitting for my parents who arrived tomorrow from Puerto Rico so that meant that in order to keep a good eye on dogs that have not been kennel trained and I've been told by my mother that they're not her dogs they're her children so <laughs> I, decided, I decided to work from home oh. good um well no not not exciting no when i need peace and quiet because i have to make believe i'm in in the middle of a courtroom in my you know i'm on video and i have dogs oh you know push they use the 80 pound dog to push my door open and start barking because they want attention yeah no 
It's not, and then it's like having four little toddlers that instead of going, ma, 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 they're going, arf, arf, arf. It's annoying sometimes. So um, I thought I was going to have more downtime <laughs> having a house all to myself, you know, but no, they've pretty much taken much of my time. And yeah, that's a lot of work. Wow. It's a lot of work, um, but I did, I started reading two books. Oh, that's exciting. What have you started reading? So one of them is a memoir called Why Didn't You Tell Me by Carmen Rita Wong. Um, it is, I'm, I'm still in the beginning, but I know what it's about. And it is juicy. It's about this one. She is um, a, a journalist and she's had shows and she's appeared on, you know, and other shows um she was raised dominican chinese and secrets behind um her, you know that come after her mother's death start rising up and it's how she had to deal with you know things that her mother didn't tell her so and how she has to deal with it and not be able to hold the person accountable for you know all the the skeletons coming out and then the other one I bought, I actually heard about this one through um, listening to a podcast. Um, it's called uh, Platonic, How the Science of Attachment um, Can Help Make and Keep Friends. So it's, you know, I'm trying to learn at least for myself how to um, understand, I guess, a little bit more about, you know, my uh, attachment styles and how I can actually, you know, implement that, you know, and trying to make more friends here locally. Um, Cause I, it's, it's been now six years that I've lived here in Texas and I've just been in this like weird little nook where most of my colleagues, since I'm a, my contractor, I'm freelance. I don't have like coworkers per se. But I am around people, you know, and I have, you know, um, colleagues um, who are also interpreters, but, you know, either they're like, for a moment, they were like so much older than me. And I was the, the baby at 40, 41. And then the ones around me already, you know, with kids or, you know, they're pastors, they're like, it's a different demographic from what I am. Right. And I'm not supposed to mingle with the attorneys or the judges. So I'm like, well, my options are getting like really, really dim. Mm -hmm. um, and just like reading, you know, so I can see, you know, how, you know, maybe my attachment approach, like when one has, you know, um, uh, your attachments to, you know, family relationships and um, romantic relationships, how you can actually use that for your platonic relationships. So I'm still also, I both got, I got both books, you know, early this week. So I'm still, you know, in the beginning, but what I listened to in the podcast from the author, like really touched a nerve. So that sounds really interesting. I, I'm, I'm going to look that up actually, because I'm curious about that. Yeah. My, I mean, my, my psychologist, when I was in session with her, she was like, I just bought the book. So I'm like, okay, so I'm recommending it now to my, to my therapist. Awesome. And um, if anyone wants something fun to listen to, I'm almost done with it. It, there's this fun podcast 
non-reality show that, that well it's based on reality but it's not reality tv it's called normal gossip and they basically storytelling about gossip about real life people like friends of friends it's not celebrity but it's so well done that it's like you're hearing like people gossiping around you and it's like so good like there's three seasons of it like eight episodes less than an hour if you want something to like different and just refreshing, I recommend it. It's so good. Oh my, I love your recommendations today. That sounds good too. Awesome. Okay. So kind of speaking about of books, it doesn't have to be a book, but I was kind of thinking a book, but it could be something else too. But for your um, prize for winning our Bachelor in Paradise Fantasy League, I was thinking that we could support somebody in Bachelor Nation and maybe you could pick out a Bachelor Nation book that someone in Bachelor Nation has written and we'll send you that as your prize. Or if there's like really not anything, you know, um, that you would read, that's totally fine. Um, But maybe picking something, you know, like Caitlin Bristow has like her scrunchy line or her like wine or something like that. And we'll um, send you something along those lines that also helps support someone in Bachelor Nation. Okay. I will give it some thought. Nothing is jumping out of, you know, I know which one I'm not going to buy and read, but which one? I am not supporting Nick Vial's book. So that one is not. No, no. no don't text your ex happy birthday for you. <laughs> That's funny. But I mean, there are so many of them that have books out there. They're mm-hmm. not all about the show. There are, you know, yeah. I know Andy Dorfman has a couple of them out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, there are, there are other ones too. Um I know Bachelor Data a while ago did uh, a post about all the different Bachelor books. So I don't know how long you'd have to scroll back, but that that is is there if you want to reference that at some point. You know, if I would have known this, I would have waited out because I did buy How to Win the Bachelor written by Bachelor Clues and <laughs> from Game of Roses. I have it on my queue. So I'm going to be reading that. Uh, um, I should have known. I should have held out for that one, but <laughs> um, I'll let you know. But thank okay. you. Yeah, of course. I thought this was my prize. This is know? yes. Well, this is this is a prize, but also I I wanted to do something else for um our winners as well. Um, and all of our leagues, it's just I don't know. It's so much fun to um not only participate but also to win something. Everybody wants to win something, right? Yeah, I I know I've dried Paul Butler dry um a few times with that. So I hey, I even got a weighted blanket. Three of us have. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I have won money already on a money league, and I got uh vinyl records. I got challenge swag, and I got a weighted blanket. So wow, you cleaned up. Oh yeah, he's I. I've had I've, I'm yeah he calls um, Christina and I are his perennial winners you know <laughs> so I think he's he's still he's still mad that I did beat him at the all-stars money league that's I still mean, and then our our reigning champ is Michelle so she won the the last um league that Paul ran oh yeah yeah, yeah. the CB challenge all-stars wait what was it called on CBS? Sorry, there's so many challenge things in my head. Challenge USA. 
Yeah, I won All Stars three. Yeah, I I edged him out. He was in first place, and I edged him out, and he was like, so he's still a little butt hurt about it. So I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everyone. Well, is there anything else either of you two want to add before we wrap up here? No, thank you, Michelle. You're awesome. You're so funny. You make me laugh so hard. Like I've been laughing this whole episode. I'm still thinking of the reference you made of uh porn that was hilarious (laughs) it is more it it is more um elaborated um than that and it has its points but i hope like i'm not (laughs) slut shaming or calling them um, actors it's just uh, you know how they're you know viewed you know i i don't want to be you know um you know misinterpreted just in case anyone that listens to it you know not you know Okay, well, thank you, Michelle, for coming on. We really loved having you here. This was so much fun. Um, And thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. And we will see you soon.